You are listening to the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast, where we discuss how to find ultimate intimacy in your relationship. We believe that no matter how many years you've been married, you can achieve passion, romance, happiness, and ultimate intimacy at any stage of your life. Join us as we talk to not only marriage experts, but couples just like yourself and people who are just flat out fun. The Ultimate Intimacy Podcast is for couples who have a good relationship but want to make it even better. Here are the New Year's goals that you should implement in your marriage for 2024. Welcome to the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast. And in this episode, we are going to give you the top five goals that you absolutely should implement in your marriage for the year and beyond to transform your relationship. And they should be non-negotiable, I think. I think these should be very, very... That's what I'm looking for. I don't know. Can't read your mind. <laughs> very much like we are doing these this year. We are not going to fail at these goals. We're writing these on the calendar, the first of every month kind of thing. Well, right? so many couples, including ourselves, I mean, we all set, we all we set all goals every year, right? Every, most people do and most people fail. But I think a lot of the reasons why so many of us fail our goals that we have is because our goals are our personal goals, and a lot of times there's no accountability. Yeah. So the goals we're going to talk about today are goals that you're going to set as a couple and be accountable to each other. We're also going to provide a workbook or a goal sheet that will help you uh, be accountable for these goals and help you keep track of how you're doing and also, um, I guess, customize it to fit your needs and your goals. But Pretty much print it out. Write it out together, spend 10 minutes on a date night or at night, and then go hang it on your dang fridge. Yeah, and these <laughs> goals are going to be the goals that all of us should implement in 2024 and beyond, of course. And every other year, yes. And so, yeah, if you have personal goals and other things you want to do, that's great. But as a couple, these are the things that you're going to want to implement to transform your relationship this year. So. And if you don't want to transform it... Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We're here to all change our marriages, us included, make it better every year. If it wasn't so great this year, you can make it better. If it was amazing this year, you can make it better. And these are five things that truly should be pretty. They, they aren't going to cost money. They aren't going to take much time. But these are truly things that really will transform your relationship. So... Let's dive in. Well, one of them might cost money depending on how high maintenance you are. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so number one goal you should implement for 2024 is limit your screen time and social media use. Oh my gosh, this is, should be number one, two, three, four, and five. Because if you do this one, you're, it's going to affect two, three, four, and five. And we yeah. all, I don't care who you are, we are all attached to those little phones. I literally... Ran somewhere this morning and went to get in my purse and my phone was not in my purse. And I, not going to lie, I had a freak out moment. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, where is it? Where is Where could it have been? Did I leave it at home? And I had a little freak out, like panic moment, you know, because like my driver's license, my car, my debit card, my, 
Like, I just, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, can you imagine? I, my phone's backed up, but I'm like, that would still be a nightmare, right? I, I didn't realize how attached I was to it. Like, to panic that hard for five seconds, you know what yeah. I mean? It wasn't in my back. So I just feel like whether it's screen time you're addicted to, just having your phone constantly in your hand or your pocket, we're all guilty of that, or social media addiction. There's just so many... Yes, there's positive aspects, but there's so many negative aspects and addictions that we're all, some of us aren't real, even realizing. Well, and I think this has moved up the list to number one for me as well, because we're reading a book right now about social media that uh, one of our great uh, friends or affiliates that we work with um, is writing. We're actually going to have a podcast on that in the next 30 to 60 days, so stay tuned for that when his book releases. But it is amazing to hear the statistics and the things that he's found out and learned about social media. And so it's, it's even more important to limit your social media use and put boundaries. And that's going to look different for every couple, but you need to figure out what works best for you because what works best for you not, might not work best for Amy and I or another couple, but sit down, set some boundaries, have an understanding of how you're going to limit the social media use and screen time in your relationship. And when I say social media use, like it's amazing how many people are writing us on a daily basis saying, "We're my husband or my wife is so addicted to their device mm -hmm. um, and it's affecting this, this, this in our relationship. Or my, my wife, it, all she does is looks on social media and sees how you know, everyone else's life is and it makes her really depressed or, I mean, I, we could share thousands of experiences yeah. Yeah. Uh, that we get all the time. But my point is, is find out what is causing the disruption in your relationship in regards to social media and screen time, sit down, put boundaries on that. And this, this one thing alone, like Amy said, is going to be a game changer for your marriage. Well, I know I've already shared this before, but I did a post once that said there's 10,000 minutes in your week, right? 10,000 minutes in your week. And I've got all these people writing us saying, I don't have time to connect 30 minutes at night, or I don't have time to make love, I'm tired, or I don't have to. But it's amazing how we're prioritizing so many things above our spouses, right? And how crazy that we can have, oh, what was that? Oh, I there. I don't know that there's 10,000 minutes in a week. Oh, did yes. I mess that up? Yeah. In a week? Okay, Nick's going to recalculate. Maybe it's 1,000. Maybe I'm like <laughs> super... Are you sure? Yeah. We're going to do some live... We're going to do some live math here just to make okay, sure. Okay, you do it while I keep talking. So you have 60 minutes in an hour, right? <laughs> times 24. 24. Times 7. 840. Sorry, 1,000. <laughs> we were close. Maybe I meant seconds. Nah, well, anyways. <laughs> Apparently, I need to work on my math this year. Anyways, or maybe my calculator was broken. You have a lot of freaking time in your week. You have a lot of minutes, whatever it is. <laughs> you have a lot of minutes in your week to... You can make 20 minutes a day to connect with your spouse. Like, Okay, the whole point, going back to the screen time, is if you go look at your screen time every day, you're like, oh, I had an hour. Some people have four hours. Some people have even more than that. Like, whatever your screen time is, compare that to how many minutes you're putting into your marriage. Like, I can guarantee that you're putting 10 times the amount into your screen that you are the marriage. Just look at that. Like, it's a great goal to be like, I'm going to go look at my screen time on my phone. 
find out what it is per day and how how does that compare to what I'm putting into my marriage. I promise you that that will hit you deep. And we're not saying get rid of it. We're just saying sit down as a couple and say, okay, how much time are we going to spend on this? What are we going to look at? And just just have a, a better outline so that you're not wasting so much time. You're not looking at things you shouldn't and you're managing it correctly. So Absolutely. The second thing you absolutely need to implement is date nights. Now, we're not just talking about necessarily just going out on a date, although for many of you, that would be a start, right? If, right. if you're not having date night and all you did is just go out on a date, that's going to be huge. And if that's all you can do, that's all you can do. But put better thought into your date night. Plan it out. Actually put forth an effort and do things that you're both going to have fun and enjoy. Oh, Amy, hold on. 10,080. Amy was right on. She just put you it in You do not know how to do math. You're I'm right. the one that knows how to do math. Okay. It is 10,080 minutes in a week. Okay, I'm glad you corrected me. Because <laughs> my calculator was not. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I just typed it in Google this time instead of getting the calculator out. See how addictive <laughs> Amy we are was to spot our phones? On. Yeah, I'm Amy. like, I can't even do that math in my Real head. Real-time correction. So, date anyways. Night. Yes. Yeah, have date night. Put some effort and planning into it and really use that time to enjoy each other. That's a time when you're going to go out and be able to really connect emotionally as well as you're talking about, you know, whatever you're talking about. This is where I get held up on date nights because we all think, and we talk about it all the time, so I don't want to like say the same things we all talk about. Yeah, date night changed our life. Date night doesn't have to mean going out. What we're really talking about is intentional time. Let's call it intentional night, right? It, it really doesn't have to be, I mean, a date is about being intentional. So if you didn't listen to our recent podcast on naked games to play in your marriage, we're talking like normal games, go listen to that podcast because it's like taking just a regular border card game and just making it more sexy the two of you after your kids are asleep. And that really just comes down to, hey, let's do something fun tonight. Let's connect tonight. And that's what date night should be about. And and yeah, if it ends up in lovemaking, that's amazing. But really, it's about wanting to be together. And, and what makes it so intentional is being like, you know what, out of our whole calendar this week, this is the night, it's all about you and it's all about me. And having that mindset that we need a night every single week that is all about you and me, nobody else, not the kids, not going to talk about the kids. This is about our romantic, intimate relationship night. That's what it's all about. Yeah, and we've written an article. We've also had a podcast previously about how date night literally changed our marriage and it can change yours as well. So again, if you're not having date night, just at least start having date night. Even if it's just the simple things, that'll mean a lot to your spouse. And it will change your marriage. Absolutely. It will change it will. your it marriage. I know that sounds marriage. stupid, but if you're not doing a weekly intentional night together, that that can drastically improve your marriage. Yep. Uh, the third thing is make sexual intimacy a priority. Uh, we would, you know, at least once or twice a week, right? Find out what works for your marriage and, and for each other and make that a priority. You, you've heard us talk about scheduling sex. If you have to, if you absolutely are saying we can't find the time or it gets pushed back and it's it, it becomes the least important thing, try scheduling it. And again, that doesn't mean saying at 7.05 we're going to make love. Like just say, you know what? This night is the easiest night, and this is the night we're going to plan to make love. Yes. It's not It's not that hard. And and connecting intimately 
is so important. And so many um, wives roll their eyeballs when you're like, maybe start with sex. I'm... (laughs) I know, I know that's like opposite of what we usually say, but if you're, if your relationship's already in a healthy place, like you're already being respected, there's kindness, there's love in your marriage. Even if you're not like feeling like so romantic and like all over each other, like it's coming. If you're just kind of blah, you're in, you have a good marriage, but it's just kind of feeling a little stale. Maybe try starting, jump starting it with sex. Like sometimes that works because a lot of men have admitted that, you know, if sex was more prioritized in my marriage, I would be more romantic. I would be emotionally, more emotionally connected to my wife. I would, I would step it up in the connecting area of marriage, you know? So sometimes we're waiting on each other to do these things. And all it takes is one person being like, you know, I'm going to give in. Let's just make, go make mad, passionate love tonight. And then all of a sudden the husband's like, I'm feeling so flippin' loved. This is so great. Right? Yeah, in fact, Amy had a message uh, not too long ago where a spouse was feeling like, uh, you know, had, had an issue and said, what do I do? And Amy said, go, you know, go make love to your husband. And I think it'll fix this issue. And it did because it did. he was feeling super in love and he was he was playing the withdrawal game also. She came back and she said, wow, I like that that worked. That literally worked. That literally worked. And all of a sudden then her needs were being met. And a, a lot of times I think we've talked about this, this toxic relationship or this battle where we feel like, oh, if, if the husband isn't giving enough emotional intimacy, then the wife cuts him off sexually, right? So like Amy said... Just if you feel like there's kind of out of balance there, just go do it. Just go do it and connect sexually. And I think you'll see the emotional connection uh, improve as well. It took me a lot of years to learn that. But like when I feel like there's not like distance between us in our marriage, but just even like we're just not quite on the same page. Sometimes I'll just initiate. And then all of a sudden it's like (laughs) your entire mindset turns to, how can I romance you? What can I do for you? Like, I, I'm so grateful that you just totally yeah, it meant <laughs> turned a lot. on that switch, right? It, exactly. It's like the love switch for a lot of men. I'm, I'm just going to call it that. It's the love switch for men, for a lot of husbands like that. that have a high drive. So flip that switch once in a while and just make that more of a priority and watch. I mean, we're talking about transforming things for your marriage, right? Sometimes we have to do things that not natural for us aren't an exciting for us or don't sound amazing. But then you, you flip that switch and you're like, okay, I'm just going to do it and see if that changes everything. And it does. The love and switch. The love switch. Copyright. I like that. That's awesome. <laughs> That's very cool. That's okay. to- it's totally true. Um, Amy and I were driving to the store the other day and we, we were talking about this one as well and how important we think this one is. Um, it, the next one is create a vision board. And we're saying important because it's a great, it's, I think it's life changing, but we have not done it on paper. We've only done it in our minds. But we, we always, are going to do it on paper. We are going to do this one. But a vision board. So we were just talking and we're like, you know, in so many things in life, you put a plan together as to how you're going to accomplish it, right? And, you know, if you're putting a business together, you write a business plan and do certain things. And how are you going to accomplish it? And, you know, our life should be no different. 
if you put a vision board together, well, let me back up. It's amazing how many people like don't spend time talking about like what they want when they retire or how to get to retirement or what they want to accomplish in life or things like that. But putting a vision board together as a couple and literally sitting down and saying, what do we want to accomplish? Where do we want to be? Uh, maybe we want to have a second home here or maybe we want to get a first home, get a first <laughs> home or we want to travel or whatever the, that goal is. Put that goal in front of you and something that you can see as a couple every single day to motivate you to continue to accomplish and and um, have that desire to, I guess, accomplish what you have on that vision board, right? Well, I think a, a lot of the reasons why so many people fail at their goals is because they set goals in their mind, like me, and I'm I'm a fail. I'm I'm big at failing, um, like New Year's resolutions. Like I'm really good at like implementing a bunch of my mind. Like I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna quit doing this. I'm gonna do better at this. And then by February, I'm one of those person people that like have dropped half of those. And I truly, truly believe that, yeah, number one, maybe I said I'm too unrealistic, but I don't write them down. And and sometimes I write them down, but I don't hang them up. And there's something about creating visuals for human beings, literally, that keep you on track. Absolutely. Because the days that I have like my to-do list, I'm a to-do list kind of person. Some people are opposite, that's fine. But I accomplish more when it's written down on a piece of paper. Oh, I'm a totally checklist do. person. So totally like, do. I wake up in the morning or the night before and I write a list of all the things I have to do that day. I start checking them, off, checking them off and I get super motivated. And they start getting done super fast. But the days that I wake up and I don't have my list, I kind of feel like my day... It's just a little scattered. It's a little scattered or maybe not as accomplished. I don't. I, I go to bed not feeling super accomplished that day, which is fine. We all have good days, bad days, but like, I think there's something about a vision board where you create a vision of maybe what your month looks like, maybe what your year looks like, maybe what your whole entire future looks like. So pick, okay, do we want to concentrate for our marriage? Do we want to focus on this just this next year? Do we want to make this vision board for the next five years? And and a lot of vision boards will have those different sections where it's like a long-term goal, a one-year goal, a, you know, however you want to make it. But anyways, there's just something about creating that, putting it in front of you, hanging it up where you're on going it to see it. And then, like you said, working together. And I think being accountable to each other, right? Like if Absolutely. you're saving, let's say you're saving for something, right? You're going to be accountable to each other for what you're spending and, and how you're working together. Like one, hopefully one spouse isn't out spending and wasting a ton of money while the other spouse is trying to save, right? And, and Figure out that game plan together. And, and maybe you need to do it if you're not savers. Maybe you need to get rid of debit cards. You know, need to go to a cash envelope system. We've heard that works for some people that have a hard time saving. Like, And that's where those little tiny goals come in. Mm-hmm. How are we going to accomplish this? And really sit down and talk about it. I think I think it's really important. Oh, I, I think it's really important. And Amy and I are going to do all these things as well. Absolutely. I mean, these are things that we're going to... Definitely we got some pretty. Implement. We have some pretty big goals for the business this year, like really big goals. And I feel like the only way we're going to be able to accomplish them is to make monthly and weekly goals to be able to accomplish those goals. Yeah, right? just chip chip a little bit chip off little by little. Yep. And the final one is have weekly marriage meetings. Now this sounds really boring, but. It really can be a great thing. No, just, this is not boring at all. This you could make it super fun. You could even like 
bring some treats to this meeting. <laughs> <laughs> you could even be like, it's going to be naked game night if we accomplish this meeting the first I time. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Uh, did I say boring? There's a, there's a reward at the end of this weekly meeting. Did I say boring? I no, I didn't mean did. boring. I meant it could be amazing. If someone in the family thinks it's boring, figure out how to make it not <laughs> boring. Make it a naked meeting, Nick. Oh, well, I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> uh, okay, so a weekly marriage meeting. That, that meeting. That would, sounds so boring. That would be not. a very short meeting. If if we had naked meeting night, it would be, <laughs> uh, be a pretty quick meeting. Um, oh, you'd stay awake. Oh, I would totally stay awake. Absolutely. You'd stay awake. So uh, what is entailed in a weekly marriage meeting? Let us tell you. Well, I think you talk about, number one, going back to the, the vision board, you know, how are you doing on progressing towards your goals together? Have those conversations. Are we doing a good job? Are there things we could do better on? You know, I think that the weekly marriage meeting could actually, it could be like over the top to where it stresses you out and you don't want to do it. I think it comes down to simplifying. I really think it needs to come down to how are you feeling about our relationship this week? What can I do to speak your love language better this week? And how can we be do better this week at making more time for each other? I think it can really be that simple. Yeah, I and agree. And just having those conversations around those things, those things. Because if each spouse is like, you know what? I would really appreciate it if you could just help me out more in the kitchen in the evenings. Maybe it's something simple like that, you know? Well, and instead of looking at it like, oh, like a work meeting, like, oh, not another meeting, you should be saying, oh, another meeting. Another meeting. Another meeting. I can't well, wait. Well, if you love your spouse, you want to know exactly how you can approve because you love your spouse, right? And and vice versa. Yeah. And obviously, every couple's diff- different. So you guys need to figure out what you need to discuss in the weekly meeting. But obviously, it could be finances. It could be family things. The schedules, how your schedules, um, how your how your time is being spent. Do you need to cut down on some things to make more time for each other? It could be talking about your sex life and the sex expectations that you have, how you're doing in that. I mean, really, it can be customized or tailored to whatever you need as a couple. Our weekly marriage meeting looks probably different than others. I'm like, I feel like we're doing good in a lot of areas. So our comes down to. Our week is crazy with our kids. Can you drive this day? Ours is a little more schedule oriented because we already have our weekly date night in place. We already have kind of our everything revolves around week date night. Like it really does for us. Like it's literally we're not scheduling anything over date night. But it is kind of like what should we do for date night? Should we invite some friends? Do you want to go to a movie? What kind of things do we want to do on date night? So. I like what you said. Like it's customizable. Whatever you feel like you need to talk to about, and maybe one one. And I like to do this before the week starts. Like a Sunday night is great, Saturday night, whatever. But like maybe it's focusing week one on sexual intimacy and maybe it's emotional intimacy and maybe it's date night the next week or maybe it's kids schedules. Like, I don't know. There's just, there's a lot of things that could be a rotation. Yeah, yeah exactly. And if you go down in the notes in the podcast, we're going to have a free printable for you that you can um, or just get on, oh, yeah. or, or get on the app, but th- that's going to help you with your goals and actually put things down in writing. And hopefully these are goals that, uh, most of us can, can really do and really keep this year. So like I said, number one, screen time of social media. Number two, date nights, you know, put some thought, some planning into it. And for a lot of you actually have 
date nights or start having date or, nights. Or make them more fun. Make sex a priority. Determine, you know, what you're going to do and what works for you and your relationship. Whether it's one time a week, two times a week, or more. Whatever whatever you guys works for you. Um, put together a vision board. Uh, figure out what you want to accomplish short term, long term. And work together as a team to accomplish those things. And then finally, have your weekly marriage meetings where you're going to check in, see how things are going, and uh, you'll really communicate about certain things. Sometimes we assume that, um, oh, my spouse is going to take care of this, or we assume we assume things from each other. But having those weekly marriage meetings are going to take out a lot of assumptions and really help you have uh, less conflict in your relationship as well. Perfect. Love it. So let us know what you think, and we hope these things can have a great impact for you going into 2024. Uh, Hopefully, it's going to be a good year for all of us. I think that if people will set the goal to just improve their relationship with their spouse for 2024, like if literally that's the only goal that you set, I think that you will find that all other aspects of your life go so much more smooth. Because it's in our homes and it's in our marriages where we get that that support, that companionship, the love, the I mean, if your if your marriage is awesome, your kids are gonna have a better year, your everything is gonna fall into better place when you have like your life spouse, partner, best friend next to your side. Yeah, for right? sure. So I just if there's not any other goal that you set, it's literally just implementing these things to have a better marriage like that that will that's life-changing i agree so until next time we hope each one of you find ultimate intimacy in your relationship